Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Flats and Shanks podcast. Um, I'm Flats, he's Shanks, and we're the rugby podcast that, um, in terms of like ex players, ex English players, ex whatever it is, and Welsh, British players, whatever, British and Irish players, we're kind of the first one that did it, and we haven't modernized at all. Um, to the point where loads of other lads do like loads their podcasts taking over their lives we decided to kind of keep ours like this um because it's easy and i just had to stop at motorway services to get shank some aa batteries for his little machine that records us because we haven't done this for a while and we're sitting in shank's uh land rover in london courtesy of dave allison new broad street motors oh really yeah they do cars um, MOT servicing. Sheep shearing. No, that so, wasn't a Welsh joke. I don't know where that came from. I was listening to a thing about farming on the way up. That's where it came from. It's on um, Cardiff Road in Barry. Um, yeah, we're sat outside uh, permit holders, 9am till 5pm. We'll pay by phone. Yeah. We're humble and... Um, and we just had a... We just had a we're genuine. Right. We are. We're real. We're roadside. And uh, we just had a car go past us and it's just parked around the corner and it's got one number and one letter as its number plate, which means that... We're in a posh area. Cha-ching. We're, we're in West Kensington. We're going to a pub tonight to do another We Love Sport Q&A with Danny Kerr and Paul Olimer. Yep, he's up. He's in the rig on him. Wait, wait. Oh, oh. Paul Olimer, by the way, I think. That's, that's how I do it. Um, that's how I say it. Um, he's funny. He's shredded. I'm glad we made this mistake on him. Yeah, I know. He's, Olimer. Is that Olimer? Okay. Um, he's uh, shredded. Um, he's a body double for Mario Balotelli yeah but bigger he's a unit um, so we, we're going to be physically intimidated tonight but we will attack if we need to mm, won't go for the Achilles mate yeah see what it did to you see <laughs> what so David Hay in that fight um, when, when, I've when, seen you walk when David when David, no it's not I always walk like that yeah. when David Hay was having that when he was boxing having that fight and his Achilles went I'm not saying I was the first person in the world, but I was the first person I saw on Twitter to say that is his Achilles. His Achilles is gone. Mm. And one boxing journalist 
uh, won't say his name because it's not really fair. He he wrote back and said, "Ah, oh, the expert opinion. Thanks for your contribution." Flats with a Z, and about three hours later, it came out that it was his Achilles. So that's because that's because you had done it as well, and you had past knowledge. Yeah? Which is what I said. I was like, I might not be right, but I've done my Achilles. And is that why you can spot a prolapsed ass? <laughs> And a split banjo. As well. <laughs> uh, is this the content you want, Andrew Cotter? That's You've why texted me today asking when the pod's out. That's why you hear speech impediment, I hear inflamed tongue banjo. <laughs> <laughs> the content text you asking you to up it, did he? No, he's just saying when's the pod out, he's got a long drive. He's going nowhere, he's going around the ring road. Yeah, he just, just likes to get away, doesn't he, from those dogs. They're all over him. Um, he's uh, he's got a new car, Cotter. I'll let you know what it is soon enough. I'll upload this tonight, so being it Monday, uh, and you'll either be able to get it tonight or tomorrow morning. I'll do it in the pub, mate. You know what I'm Will gonna, you? Yeah, multitask. Take your lappy tea into the pub, is it? Yeah, I'll do I'll do the edit right-handed. I'll be drinking a Guinness left-handed. and uh, Middle-hand? Friggle. Chicken wings, Midland. chicken wings. I'm, I'm wondering if this place does food where we're going. It does say pub and yeah, kitchen. Yeah, it does. Does yeah, it does. Have you Google the menu. Yeah. <laughs> well, when I was googling the place of where to go, it said menu. I thought oh, I'll have a look, and I saw some bangers and mash. I saw some fish and chips. I saw some chicken wings. I saw burgers of all sorts. Um, but nearly I, said something rude then, but didn't. We're not going to. We're not going to drop it down any I'm, lower than Tommy already has. I think I try and. I need to be a bit healthier at the moment. Oh, saying that, fella, mm. fella, mm. fella, stopped at the services and um, had lunch before I left, and knew I was having dinner, but I couldn't stop and not. So I got myself a crayfish and mango salad from M and S, right? Lovely. And then walked past, went to get you some double A batteries in yep. whatever it is, W H Smiths at Reading, and. Had my first Krispy Kreme donuts, mm. plural, two of them in probably five years or more. Well, do you remember what ones, or did you just go for like I had like looks like I do on the horses? No, I went for I went for original glazed, which is the best one, mm. and I went for a Lotus uh, Biscoff flavor one, which was a joke. Yeah, I took my kids to um, that donut shop, Krispy Kreme, Krispy Kreme, Krispy Kreme. Yeah, uh, they got one in St David's too in Cardiff. Took oh. them there before we went to Treetops Golf. Don't tell your mother. High danger. Like. It's high danger. Because she should just have a go at me for giving them something sweet and sugary. Yep. Yep. But, but she's it, allowed to. But it makes them happy. It makes them prefer you, which is the most important thing. We, yeah. I've, I've like, had a do- couple, like a dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had a bit of feedback the last couple of weeks, Tommy, on our pods. One mm. was, you didn't do one, which was true. <laughs> the other one was, when you did do one, you didn't have any of the bants with triple Zs at the end. You just went and talked about rugby, which is not why half of us tune in. Um, well, they do, but when the, num- the numbers apparently were good, but um, but we didn't we didn't talk enough about what food we've been eating and what TV we've been watching. Which is three people at the same dinner said the TV thing, and one said the food thing to me at the same event last okay. week. So, um, what food you? Sugar first. Yeah, I cooked a couple of ribeyes from Field and Flower recently. Mm, um, yeah. Thick as well, really good. I've yeah. ordered a Chateaubriand, which I'm going to cook and make a jus. Oh. So can't wait for that. Oh. Um, loving the chicken wings, piri piri for me. Too barbecue good. for the kids. Yeah. And I've also got a uh, duck in pancakes. What? Sorry. Come as well. Oh, sorry. so oh the, the oh the yeah the yeah. So yeah. TV wise, I finished Trigger Point. Quite enjoyed it. Trigger Point. 
I've never mm. heard of that. Have you told me about that? ITV. It's with the lady. I can't remember her name. She's really famous. It's gone now. Um, oh, no. It's from, she's from um, Line of Duty. Yep. Um, yep. Yep. And she was dull in This Is England. She's yep. McClure. Yeah. Vicky McClure. Vicky McClure. That's it. Well done. She married a Welsh guy, actually. Um, Why? And Is it good? Yeah, it was okay. I quite enjoyed it. But I'm loving Yellowstone at the moment. Mm. Amazon Prime. Now, it's a bit like... Do you know I find it a bit like Succession? Yeah. Um, maybe it's not as sharp as in the, the language I use and, and the way it's filmed, but basically a kingpin of ranches. Yeah. And... Um, uh, disrupted family. Yeah, they're all knackered, aren't they? Mm. In their own ways. But one thing I'd notice is, oh my God, Kevin Costner looks amazing. But yeah. This was filmed in 2018, but still. Yeah. Uh, could still do Robin Hood easily. Or John Farmer in Bodyguard. John Farmer! <laughs> <laughs> do you ever met his brother? In. Um, do you ever meet his dad? Organic. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you're all right, all right, all right. Um, but uh, it's uh, it's really good. I've just done the first series, and I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, I'm getting towards the end. You've got to pay for it. That's the only thing. There might be other ways available, but I've just bought it on Amazon. You um, like Kevin Costner? Do you like? I really like Kevin Costner. Do you like Kelly Riley? Yeah, although she does something funny with her mouth when she speaks sometimes and screws oh. it like a cat's ass, like a tea towel holder. Her lips go inside out. But um, yes, I do love her. Okay, fine. I haven't noticed them. I love them all. Yeah. Casey's one of my favourites. I love Joe, you know I like yeah. Rip. He's my favourite. Yeah. Just like although it's I don't know whether I really like um John Dutton or I just think he's a bad un. I can't work it out yet. The thing because- is with Rip, you like you always go for the bad boys, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bad boy, tell your mums. <laughs> Lock up your mums and your aunties and your that nah, Rip is my cousins. favourite. Rip is my favourite. That relationship there, but Rip's trying real. to work out whether the Duttons are good or John Dutton is good or he's bad. I so far I think they're all bad. He appears to be an entirely joyless billionaire. Mm. Where it's like, what is the fun in what your your life just looks miserable? Yeah. Um. Hope he turns out to be a really good guy. But they, the guy, the leader of the um. Free world. No, Tom, what's his name? The uh, the from the reserve, Indian Reserve, and he wants to start taking his land yeah. and whatever. Yeah. They've painted him as a prick from start from the start. Mm. And I wonder if that means that John Dutton's gonna end up being a good good guy. Well he takes his top off, this Tom, and yep. it's, it's not a nice sight. It's a bit like my mate James Rainbird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's a fifty five year old man. I yeah. mean, who needs to be in great nick when they're fifty five? Live your lives, mate. You know? Okay. Just have some fun and eat some is nice you, food. Is that what you say to yourself? Well, I, you know, I went to the gym this morning. I was a bit heavy. Well, he, Hazy, my mate, Ollie Hayes at SoFit in Bath, weighed me. And he said, could be worse, but you are fat. It's I cholesterol, said, okay. mate. It's not. But I went in. How much does cholesterol weigh? 125 kegs. So I went in and I went home and I'm defrosting two pork chops from a mate's pig and two pork tom- two pork tomahawks from Field and Flower. Because there's only the three of us eating tomorrow night, and one of them's a kid, but we've got four pork steaks. Why do you say kegs? Like, cool. Kegs. It's easier to say KG. KG, well, it's not, it's an extra syllable, isn't it? Kegs. kegs are pants as well, aren't they? Yeah. When you keg someone, it means you're ripping down the trousers. Well, yeah. not ripping, I shouldn't know. 
Oh, pulling. Ollie Barkley, I think, is Ollie Barkley D-bagged Matt Stevens at the top of the aeroplane stairs when they came oh, back yeah. from a big win once or something. <laughs> I think it was him. I must check that. Yeah, tweet good. us. Tell us your best kegging stories because there's always good ones. Oh, Mark Regan got me once. I had both my arms full and he kegged me from behind and got his hands under my arms. <laughs> it was like, like controlling me. You can't me. do anything then, can you? No, no. It was like um, Thunderbirds. My arms were all over the place like a puppet. <laughs> Carrying drinks. Yeah, it's really good. Plate of sausages. And you need something in both hands because you can't drop it then, can you? Yeah. Um, Yeah, so so what have you been eating? Eating, well... Have you uh, had a scotch egg? That hasn't quite digested. No. It takes four hours to get through the system. Um, Yeah, I've been doing bits. I haven't haven't got an outdoor kitchen yet, so I haven't cooked outside in ages, boy. But I had a couple of um, flat iron steaks last night with a bit of chimichurri. You saw those, didn't you? Yeah, what is a flat iron steak? I'm Don't know. meant to ask you. Don't okay, know. I, is never it, know. I never know. Is it like a sirloin? Does it taste like a sirloin? No. More fat in it? Do you have to slow cook it? It's almost like. No, just flash it. cook it. Flash cook it. It's almost like. It's quite lean, but it's quite like thready. It's quite like. Uh, Chewy. No, what's the word? It's not a lot of. There's not a lot. Of, there's no gristle. There's not. There's no fat around it. It's just a lean piece of meat, but it's not a fillet. It's kind of a bit more um, textured than that. Okay. And you sort of you often get a flat iron can be a bit tougher, but the taste is always there. But would it be good in a sandwich? They were good the ones I had. Would yeah, it, it would be. Okay. Or a flatbread like John Barkley made. I watched that. Um, yeah. Kamado Joe. His his flatbread was genuinely. Really, really, I think nice. he should have won it just for the amount of effort he put in. Yeah, but yeah, but he's been he practiced it like four times or three times. You're like, man, it's not in the spirit of it. And then it turns out George North had practiced his as well. Mm. I think, come on, lads. I think when you make if you're making your own flatbreads, then you use yogurt. Unless you use yogurt rather than we did after which one was it? It was it wasn't Anthony Watson. It was either George or John. We had to stop and start again because they kept calling it Komodo Joe when it's Komodo mm. Joe. Yeah. And it's like, you're, you're literally here with this brand, lads. And one of them said Komodo. And he's, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, thank you for this BMZ. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, that, he'd been eating, but I'm I'm at the point now where I went to see a mate last week. You know Keatsy? Yeah. And he said, he said, you got your car? And you're in a car park, same car park as me. So he goes, right, come to the back of my truck. i got half a lamb for you. Ooh. Why have you got half a lamb? Well, I've got a meat of a lamb. So I've got you half a lamb. So I've got half a lamb. I've got so much meat in my possession now. And I did um I did an event for um the Exeter Cheese Foundation with Michael Keynes, the celebrity chef, and he is the chef, the big boss at a hotel called Limpster Manor in Devon, which is lush. Went there on Tuesday night, did this event for them, and as a thank you, as I was leaving, they gave me a little bag, and inside were two goat massive dry aged tomahawks oh. in there. So I said spank you very much. Ate one raw on the M5 back home. Got one in the freezer. Oh, well done. Um, oh, nice. Well, so summer's coming anyway, mate. So you get all the meat you can get. Yeah, exactly. And um, Yellowstone getting into it. Okay. I'm getting into it. So I, w- I watched a few episodes, didn't really take to it. I'm getting into it now. Um, I want John Dutton to turn out to be a good guy. It's just that everyone else is such pricks that he must turn out to be the good guy or there isn't one. Mm. That's the way I'm looking at it. Okay. Yeah, or he's going to have some sort of realisation and ha- yeah. turn good, do something really good at the end. Haven't seen Afterlife yet, haven't seen Peaky Blinders yet. 
Okay, yeah, I've got Peaky Blinders to come. Mm. Uh, well, what did I watch at the weekend? I went to the Child of Wales Awards on Friday. Cause, so with Jiffy? Yeah, he was there on good form. Um, he's got the age now where it doesn't matter what he says. Yeah, you know, he, he can say what. Well, he care? He's nearly sixty now, so he can say what he wants. You know, if if he farts, you know, you just think, oh, he's old now. You know, poor poor bloke. You start smelling weed. Don't mention it. Yeah, um, so you can get away with it. Yeah. So he was there. Geth Jones hosted it. It was really good. Was he? Yeah, you'd hope so. Good we job. did. We did the AV and the sound and the staging and everything. So went well. Went smoothly. Some really good awards. What you as in generics? Yes, Gennaro. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, good fun. Okay. Well done, mate. But, this is good. But couldn't couldn't fully let loose because I had to move all the furniture out of rooms for carpet to be done. Oh, Tommy. Saturday morning. Oh, did six, you? Yeah. You got your carpets done. Yeah. Uh, yeah, baby. Laying a carpet is like making love to a beautiful woman. <laughs> you put her in the corner, and you walk all over her. No, that's what he says. No, you lie on the floor and you walk. Have I got it right? Swiss Tony? Yeah. Something like that. Anyway, one of those. Shut up. Anyway, so don't worry about it. I prefer, um, what's his name? Bob. Bob Fleming. <laughs> little rare badger. <coughs> this little rare badger you haven't seen for a long time. Ten years. It <coughs> keeps scaring animals away by coughing. <laughs> Call him Bubs. He's always coughing. <laughs> The bubs had a cough for ten years. Um, remember, um, remember, uh, oh god, the the phone jacker guy. Yeah, he had a character with a bald head and glasses. Yeah, T- something Tommy. Uh, and he said, "Oh," and he said, "Yeah, I'm calling about a Maserati. I'll give you, a, <laughs> I'll give you sixteen hundred, sixteen hundred. And he, then he did come dine with me. Not Teddy Savalis, it's the real one. Uh, yeah, Terry Tibbs. Terry, Terry Tibbs. Tibbs, that's it. Did you ever see him on Come Dine With Me? No. Oh, Tommy, you've got to watch it. Because for us, it's obvious that we know who he is. These people don't know who he is and that he's wearing a fake face and a fake head. They don't know it. And he's like, this woman there, and just this is a member of the public. He said, you get him. He says something like, let me take you upstairs. I'll show you what a wheel man looks like. Show, <laughs> what a, show, a, wheel, show a wheel man does it. <laughs> it's just like, it is brutal. It's so good. Terry Tibbs, 1600, Maserati. I've got a couple more episodes of The Curse to go with. That's the um, boys that? from... Uh, Big Tom Davis is in that. Oh, yeah. That's on my list. I love Tom Davis. And people talk about nothing, boys. People just do nothing, People boys. just do nothing. Oh, yeah. It's quite good. It's quite good. They're sure. blooming funny. Remember when we were in a restaurant called Temper in Soho? and Oh, that was it, yeah. And DJ um, Grinder walked in and Michelle went all weird. Yeah. Went all red and got a sweaty neck. Yeah, remember he looked exactly the same, didn't he? Yeah, he had, his, he had his proper JD Sports haircut. I either think he? he was in character or just that's just him. JD Sports doesn't haircut. get out of character. Yeah, and Michelle, the person, the character from the program, it's his Michelle, isn't it? In the program, yeah. she's brilliant. Too. Yeah, she's great. So right. we've done that. We've done that. Um, I've, I've, I've also got I've got a cabernet a cabernet sauvignon, um, marinated Cote de Boeuf at home, which I was gonna defrost and cook tomorrow night but I thought no I don't want to share that with two people that's be shared with one person max or no people can I shock you yep I like wine <laughs> and that sounds nice <laughs> maybe chuck a little bit of balsamic vinegar in or a little bit of soy sauce as well really yeah are you mad gives it nice the soy sauce gives it a nice little salt 
Okay. Because um, you can never have enough salt. Assault on the senses. On a steak. Assault on the senses. Or um, a slug. Yeah, I'm gonna have my blood. I'm gonna have my bloods taken soon, Tommy. In the next couple of months. It's important, mate. It is important. Blood's done chest. Just te- just test where I'm at in terms of calcium in my arteries or whatever it is. Just check yep. where I'm at in terms of cholesterol. I think, uh, you know, six foot, give or take. I must get measured at some point. You're, you know, you're a new dad. You know, you're gonna be an old dad. So you know, you still want to be able to run around, yeah, park and stuff. And I, you know, when I weighed in this morning, I thought, yeah, I should probably check that I'm okay. Um, a bit of worry, isn't it? No, I'm not worried. I'm not worried. I'm in great shape. Um, do you have anything else you want to talk about before we get down to business? Nah. Let's I just, think our business chat might be quite short today. Let's just get into it. You get into it. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Um, now... Let's start off with Duan van der Merwe. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Yeah. Let's start off with that because I was going to start off with you being controversial again, but I'm going to let's do Duan then. Okay. First time I saw it, I just saw it on a tweet. I was on the way back from the wreck, commentator of the wreck on Saturday, and someone I was looking at Twitter and someone see if anyone slagged me off. And um, someone said, Have you seen this? It's a red card. And I was like, mm, I'm surprised that's red. The more I look at it, I think he, you can't, he knows you can't do that. He's gone proper UFC elbow at him, and it's like if it just if it just got palmed him in the face, you can do what you want. You smack, knock his head off doing that, but you but the it's the elbow. He's got it wrong. It's a mistimed handoff, I think, where the elbow goes first. And if you mistime a tackle, you get red carded. If you mistime a handoff, you get red carded. Do we so, agree? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I looked at it and I thought ah, that is. That's a really soft red card in terms of what p- players get for red cards. But same as tackles sometimes, isn't it? Yeah. You know, you, you mistime it, you're off. And even though the palm's open, it hits him forearm first. So it wouldn't bother me if it was yellow, but probably by letter of law, it's a red card. So there we are. That, that was that was the biggest talking point. Yeah. That was kind of, well, you see the 
the Bath Bristol game. Oh, you you were on last week. I meant to mention this. You because we didn't do a part. I couldn't mention it, could we? But who who did Bath play the week before? And you were doing BT for and they um, lost. Was it Leicester? No, Bath Leicester. No, no, no. I didn't. You were at the wreck. No, I wasn't. Yeah, you were. I'm gonna look at my diary now because I don't believe you. Well, the week before that, a couple of weeks ago, you were. No. You were with Craig Doyle and you had your new North Face jacket on. Yeah, Bath v Leicester. Okay, right. So, yeah, I got it right. Yes. I meant, I meant to say... It's not new either. How passionately you talk about Bath. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You're, you're a passionate man when it comes to Bath and that came across. What bit? All of it. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So, that's good. Um, they beat Bristol. 29-27. Yeah, on the... Yeah, one thing before we mention that, unless I forget this, we'll talk about that game in a sec. Basically, one thing I've... There are trends you notice on Twitter, right? All teams at some point have a horrible injury list. Big time. So, Bath have had a bad one, it's getting better, they've had a bad injury list. That is not the only reason they've lost loads of games, right? It's not the only reason. But, Bath are playing Leicester, and I mentioned that Bath had a lot of players out. And your phone starts going mad, and Leicester team. What about our injury list? What about ours? You never mention ours. Here's the list, and you got loads of people. In the interest of balance, it's like if if you still think after all these years that I give a monkeys who wins a game of rugby, you're miles off. I want to see a good game. I love that game. I'd have loved it if Bristol had won at the weekend. Don't care who wins. Literally don't care. So it's like. And it's like, okay, yeah, Leicester got loads of injuries too. They're also top of the league by almost 10 points at this stage. So the story here is that Bath are struggling massively more than they've ever struggled before. That's the story. Why? Well, they've got a lot of players out plus this, this and this. And it's like, yeah, we've got injuries too. I noticed it. Someone else did it. I think Lawrence mentioned that Wasps have had a horrific injury list, which they have, or absentee list or whatever, which they have. Mm. And then Twitter, loads of people piling into Lawrence and copying me in, say, see, you know, not like, see, you did it too. So like, why does nobody mention all the players Leicester have got out? Firstly, because you're winning almost every week. It's like, it's massive chip on shoulder. I don't want to say, you know, start being divisive. But honestly, I don't care who wins. It depends. <clears throat> all players have injuries. It depends what strength and depth they've got yeah. and how significant the players are that they're losing and how important they are to... And ultimately, if you're winning almost every week without them, then you've got great strength and depth. Massively. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Can't mention strength and depth, mate. Yeah. So um, we will talk about Bath Bristol, but you, I noticed that you found um, you found like a little small clique you can latch onto who are also now a couple of months after you got into trouble for it with the Welsh public and with various Welsh regions and I'm winning the WIU over. for I'm saying that. Over. No, no, no issues with WIU. We haven't. Oh, I'm just saying it. World Rugby, and um, and you and you hate the All Blacks, and you and you. Um, but you said that you didn't know where the next generation of Welsh talent was coming from. Mm. You got battered on Twitter for it, oh, hammered, oh, and now someone else has said it, and you said, "See, <laughs> brother, I said this two months ago and got hammered for it." Basically, you're trying to encourage a pile on onto the next person to take the attention off you, <laughs> get them cancelled. <laughs> Yeah, mentioned this a couple of months ago. Got laughed at, laughed off stage. Oh, anyway, um, <laughs> I tell you, what, I tell you what was laughable, mate, at the weekend was Cardiff and Ulster. Ulster 
absolutely hammer Cardiff. Yeah, Tom, where's the next generation of Welsh talent coming from? Mm. I want to know. Can't see it. Yeah, they battered them, didn't they? They were running in choice for fun. Doesn't help. Cardiff didn't have a game for five weeks after beating Leinster. You just think, ah, oh, you just want a game week after week, you know, yeah, just to killer. take some confidence, take some momentum. It's, do you know what the season's been? It's, some teams have been affected worse than others. That's just a fact. Yeah. But a lot of teams, it's just been a momentum killer. They get yeah. a bit of momentum and then you lose it straight away. Scarlets have been the same and uh, and Cardiff. Dragons have just got into a habit of losing now and they can't get out of it. Um, so they got destroyed in Munster. Uh, Osprey's doing all right. Osprey's beat a, a really decent Glasgow team. Oh, no, sorry. Scarlet's beat a really decent Glasgow team. Osprey's beat uh, an average Zebra team. Yeah. Uh, but it was a really good performance from Scarlett. Scott Williams again. I had to tweet again. I, I will stop tweeting now about Scott Williams. Um, just trying to show my um, my views on who I think is the best 12 Wales have got. I know players. People saying Nick Tompkins played really well, got a man in match. Yeah, he's, he's good. But I think Scott Williams is all-round game. Um, and his variety of game uh, differs to anyone else. And that's what makes him my choice. But you've got to stay fit. That's massive, isn't it? Yep. You've got to be durable. Yep. Um, you've had a lot of injuries. You've got to be able to train as well. You can't go, you you know, to to play international rugby, you have to train every day. Like, for your club, you can get away with looking after yourself a lot more, can't you? But, you know, when you're playing uh, for your, your country, you're only there for a short period and you have to be involved in all the training sessions. So maybe that has counted against him, but... He's playing really well, mate. I'm, I just—he's strong as an ox. He's got a great passing game. He's got a great distribution game. Um, defensively solid. So he's good old boy. Apart from Gavin Henson, he's the number one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, Tommy. Yeah. So Balakun here, Robert Balakun, mate. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Super duper fast. Yeah, he's box office, isn't he? Yeah. Um, <coughs> the Welsh Welsh rugby at, at regional level does seem to be in rough nick but five weeks off like you know Leinster you would expect to come back and don't most teams after five weeks off would struggle they would yep yep I'm sticking up from here fella yep no I agree and there was great win against Leinster but it, it's hard for him that's why it's just been a momentum killer of a season for him so I just don't know the next generation of worst talent coming from do you the talent coming through but oh here we go talk to me Except about wasn't. who you can see now Yoan Lloyd at is he going to play for Wales 50 times? And his brother. Yeah, he will, yeah. Okay. Him and his brother will both play 50 times. You're sorted now. Could be. All right? Could be. There is talent coming through. I'm just saying like, next group. Um, so Lloyd. Bath Johan Bristol. Lloyd is definitely talented and yeah. probably should have been in the squad for the Six Nations because of his versatility and yeah. basically play every position along that back line. I'd agree with that. Absolutely handful that bloke. So Bath Bristol was okay. nuts. Bristol shot out to 21-0, 21-0 lead. Just bulldozed the Bath pack, made it look easy. Sivan Alango back from a suspension, um, I think for a high shot. Um, was back, got red carded again. A really good finish from him in the corner. Then he got red carded for a high shot. Um, it was a stupid shot. It was mad. It was a big, big bad one. And straight off, easy red. Bristol down to 14. And then they got three yellow cards from memory. Um, wow. So they're down to 13 men for half an hour of the game. 14 men for, what, half of it. Um, Bath, Bath did well because you know you know what it's like, Tommy. You're you're 21 nil down. You're getting hammered at home. Loads of pressure. 
and the opposition lose a man, initially it's like, yes, but you can cock that up. It is easy to cock that up and get it wrong and try and... They did score a first phase once, but they... But it is a good idea to actually hammer them through the middle and be direct because then you will find space out wide. So you've almost mm. got to not change your game plan in a sense. Um, and it it worked for Bath. When I say it worked, it worked in the last second of overtime when Tom de Glanville went over, who was he was exceptional again, yeah. what a player. Yeah. Um, really, really, really good drama. Great drama to watch. Really enjoyed it. Crowd must have loved it, mate. Oh, they're going wild. It was great. And, there were like Bristol fans. I could see loads of a big section of Bristol fans on the far side from where I was commentating. I commentated with Roy McConaughey, the winger, lovely bloke. And um, we, you could see a lot of Bristol fans. They were loving it. And at the end, I sort of walked past them and they're all still hanging around, having a beer and having a crack. And it was like a brilliant day, actually. So it's a really good, really good game of rugby, really tense. But what you, again, what happens is you look on, I don't always look on Twitter after games, but you look on it and you got, some Bristol fans just like what a grain brood, but you've got you've always got some saying, yeah, well you should win against fourteen and thirteen, and it's like, yeah, yeah, you should, mm. yeah. Well, if Weird had if Weird had fifteen on the field, it would have been a different story. Might have been, yeah, mm. didn't though. It's like David Hay might have won that fight if he didn't snap his Achilles, but he did, so he didn't. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's almost it. like, yeah, the facts were different. The facts <laughs> might be different. Yeah, I know. Obviously, yeah. if we were better. More skillful, more powerful, you would have won that. Yeah, if that yeah. tree wasn't there, I wouldn't have walked into it. Fact. But yeah, it's a fact. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, Lewis Rees-Samet scored. Oh. With one of his, I think, was it his first touch or was it just 30 I seconds? It, I think it was on? his first touch. You knew that was going to happen, though. You knew it. You like being sort of released, being dropped by Wales. He was always going to score one to try because that's what he's got in his locker. But the way Wales play at the moment, yeah. he's not going to get ball like that because. For one, there's less room and less space playing in the Six Nations than there is at club level. But Wales don't play a particularly wide game, you know. So he's not going to get the ball in in those situations. When you watch like Josh Adams, and Alex Cuthbert last weekend, Cuthbert played really well, didn't he? But it's all, they they do get ball some ball when they're on the wing. But it's it's the coming looking for ball. It's the bit where you come looking for it. And yeah. if you Lewis Rees-Samet is rapid. But if in the midfield, in heavy traffic, if you get a hand on him, you will stop him yep. because he's not a big man. Nope. And he'll get more powerful as he gets. Whereas Alex Cuthbert is a big unit. Josh Josh Adams is not a giant, but he's a big, powerful unit. And he's. Cuthbert hard to suits deal the with. way Wales play because yeah. all they do is chase kicks, the odd turnover ball, um, the odd kick receipt. And, you know, you look at the weekend, he was just powerful, mate. He yeah. was so powerful against England. And it's great. It's great to see him back. And, you know, because he's taken a lot of flack over his playing career but seems to be in a really good place now so yeah. I hope it continues because he's a ruddy nice guy he's a nice man yeah. uh, do, you want, to, do you want to quickly go through because we can talk about uh, the Six Nations games this weekend yeah, anything, anything, you, anything you want to highlight um, Newcastle had loads of possession loads of territory dominated in terms of possession territory carries I think defenders beat and they had almost triple what Quinn's had and they lost by 14 points at the stoop Bath Bristol we talked about amazing game really high drama really good win for Gloucester actually because Northampton do some great stuff but I think they're just a little bit undermined by the consistency consistency and power of their inconsistency and power of their pack and Gloucester were just able to they did some nice stuff too but bang it in the corner knock it over from them all once or twice game over 
London Irish Worcester, of course, lost Van der Merwe, but they were a bit underpowered anyway. Lost a few yeah. guys to illness during the week. So London Irish beat them quite comfortably there in really Mick good Tompkins form. Tompkins was man of the match for Saracens. Um, you, and you text me saying you hadn't seen it and was he good? And mm. I watched the game and he was really good. He was mm. like picking up ball from nine, drawing a player, giving a miss. Saw that try, score, yeah. You know. Involved a couple of times in that try. He, certain sort of games will suit him. Like if he can get a little bit better than man and ball and find an arm, he's got a lot of leg drive and a lot of aggression in contact, so he mm. can be really effective, and the, the game really suited Where's him. Wears tights, though. <clears throat> yes, yeah, so would you on that surface. Do you see um, no, I wouldn't. Nathan Hughes Instagrammed a story of Will Muir's knees oh. after they played on a, fa- on a plastic pitch up at Newcastle? Oh, my God. It was horrendous, and I saw... Um, Will Muir pitch side and I don't never met him before and I was with Roy McConaughey of course and he goes right you not are not allowed to say that I'm missing this game because he didn't play against Bristol because I got scabs on my knees that wasn't why he wasn't playing but they ask, were him awful. You, ask him if you got the grass stains out of his trousers not in front of his wife <laughs> I know I know, I know. I know. and there but it was it was horrendous they were all like pussy and horrible and Chief Sale was just a load of massive units smack, smacking into each other yep next to again again yep um, so, yeah, a really good weekend, actually. Pretty much, yeah, all the games. Irish-Worcester was a, felt like a bit of a foregone conclusion that ended up that way, but otherwise... I saw one of the Cravey tries. Was it Cravey try? He scored two, yeah. Yeah, he throws the ball and just comes in miles offside into the line out. Oh, did he? He doesn't even enter from the back, yeah. It was so... Uh, refs can't pick up everything, but... No. I don't think it was his try. It might have been someone else's try. He ends up blocking, or trying to block, but... You yeah. see Nick Phipps's pass, the reverse pass for the try on the left. No, oh, brilliant. That's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. There you uh, go. Okay. Um, right. This weekend's matches. Wales, France. Friday oh. night, 8 o'clock. You're coming to me. Can't wait to have you. You and John Thomas. Yeah. I've got a, a tenner. Nice he's going to He's going to entertain us for 20 minutes pre-game. A bit of a Six Nations medley. Um, Martin Toll, his name is. Oh, till the bell. Tolly. Till the bell. Um, Told mine. Wales. Look, the thing about Wales, France is you know me, boy, and I. Not that I. I often like Wales to win, like you know, because yeah. it's just nice to see them. Yeah, good lads and all that. Um, I don't really want them to win this one because I want France, England to be the big decider. Yes. And to that end, I then want just for the story. I want England to beat Ireland just because then it's a better story because England could potentially win the Six Nations in Paris. But what I think will probably happen, I think France will win, and I think Ireland. How to deal with the French power? That's going to be the big one. Yeah. You yeah, know, think, yeah. What What can you do? They don't play any rugby really in their own half anymore. Uh, they have the most kick meters achieved by a team, so they kick the ball a lot. Um, but when they do want to open you up, oh man, they got it all. They've got it all. They're just they're sort of playing pragmatic in their own half, but when it's on. They've got the players and the ability to see it and execute it. What is a weakness? How how can you how can you beat France? You you got to take your chances because chances will come. There won't be many, but there could be two or three, and you have to nail them. And then it's just a matter about game management and applying pressure because they're going to get on the front foot a lot. Food poisoning, mate. Yeah, maybe get their um, get them. get them in the Hilton. I'm let their fire alarm go off twice, like what happened to South Africa in the autumn. Do them, do them. Um, yeah, it would be it would be an epic French win, which would actually, I'd very quickly get over the whole 
Six Nations decide a thing just because I'm going over there. I'd get over that and it would be amazing to be in Cardiff if they beat them. We were thinking how France really, well, not how, how they're going to do. I mean, we thought Vakatao would be heavily missed for them. Moafana, Jonathan Dante. The thing about Antoine Dupont is that in English he's called something like Anthony Jukes. Yep. Tony Jukes. That's it, but it sounds so much better, doesn't it? Yeah, but he's a truck driver from Luton, mate. Even even if you started changing your name to David, I, David. I think you'd, people would respect you a little bit more. David Pondicherry. Swindon lot would respect you a lot more. Who? The Swindon <laughs> lot. Okay, so, yeah, I think France will probably win. Wales won't make too many changes. The interesting thing is Navidi's back in now after one full game. Yeah. And Ellis Jenkins has been released. Wow. So he's gone with Cardiff to South Africa. I think they've got him in South Africa. Yeah. It's a bummer that because you get released and you st- you secretly think to yourself, well, I'm nearby. So if anyone twists an ankle, they're straight on the phone. But he's in South Africa, mate. He ain't yep. coming back. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. It's tough, isn't it? Mm. So I don't think there's too many others that are coming back from injury. Gareth Anscombe wasn't released at the weekend, but they're not going to drop bigger. But I thought they might have released him to play for the Ospreys. Yeah. Will Anscombe be on the bench? Yeah. Likely. Um, so, Thomas Francis, Dean Fitt, Owen Watkin is back training. Um, the only one really that we thought might feature would be George North, but yeah, he's, I not, thought he he's might. not back yet. He's they, not back yet. Yeah, Toby Boo said he wasn't quite ready, didn't he? But then I noticed there are calls for doctors. Apparently, doctors have said that Tom Francis, Thomas Francis shouldn't play yeah. because of the, the what looked like a knockout or a version of it. Um, was missed, so he shouldn't be allowed to play. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess the HIA was put together by clever people what know what they're talking about, and if he passes it, he can play, is it? Mm. I mean, it's one of those things that you've got to look at it as if he was, yeah, he was your son. Imagine imagine yeah. he's your son. I mean, he doesn't look anything like you. Yeah, probably shouldn't play. You know, when, when you see the reaction from his knock on the head, he's... Minging. Yeah, right. Let's not get into that too much. Um, All right. England, Ireland. Eng- yeah. Scotland will beat Italy. Yeah, of course. We'll. Um, England, Ireland. England, Ireland is a big, is a big, another big one. And um, Eddie Jones has said that Ireland are favourites. Problem is, the problem is, Eddie Jones says that every week, pretty much, unless yeah. they're playing Italy. So he likes being the underdog now. He likes to take, trying to take the pressure off. Yeah. This place. time he's right. Ireland are Ireland are definitely. And he also said they're the most cohesive side in the world. It's the Twickenham factor, though, mate. I agree with him about the cohesion of the Irish team. They yep, really are. They are. They're good. They know how to attack. They attack with numbers. Um, they attack with movement as well. Really well drilled. Like, really well rugby league drilled. You can see that rugby league influence, whether it's from Farrell, whether it's from Mike Cat, But the way they get into shape quickly off phase play is incredible. The way that every player knows what their position is. And you're calling stuff on the, on the bounce as well. And you've got three or four different movements going on. They're fit as well, aren't they? They're yeah, so fit. They yeah, Andrew fit. Porter's not playing. Nope. Which, oddly, like, no, it is a big loss. You've got Kean Healy, who's like the grandmaster. Yeah. Um, I played against him, uh, England Saxons against Ireland in the Churchill Cup, uh, 2009. I think I remember that one. <laughs> he put a couple of massive hits in. They pumped us in the final. And Dan Cole tuned him up in a big way in the scrums. I remember Paul Wallace saying to me, have you seen this new Kean Healy lad? I think he's good. And I said, oh, he played against Coley the other week. He got tuned up, mate. Don't know if you'd be seeing him again. 100-odd tests later. <laughs> Absolute Don. <laughs> really good fellow as well. Loves his barbecue. Yep. Happy to be wrong, Tommy. Happy to be wrong. Yep, so... But I... I, I know the Twickenham factor. Yeah, who's... No idea who's going to win that. None. I'll tell you now who I think is going to win it. 
Ireland. England. Okay. I think the close games. Well, Ireland are favourites, but England, you know, on a walkover by any means. I, I think the home advantage will be the difference, and England will win. All, All right, right, Tom. Yeah. Okay. Well, good. that's it. That's it. Fine. That's us, mate. Should we go and get? Do you say there's chicken wings in this pub? There's chicken wings, there's burgers, oh, there's sausage and mash, there's fish gold. and chips and mushy peas. Oh my god. I had sushi for lunch, so I probably won't have any more fish. Oh my god. Yeah. So, look, David, let's be appalling. <laughs> On my signal, unleash bell. Ta-ra. Ta-ra. 